it's been a while since you've heard from me, but I'm back. So I want to say Happy New Year to everyone. I hope you guys are all doing well. I'm your host, Tejan Graham. And this episode, I'm doing something a little bit different. You know, I've been doing this podcast now for probably, what, two or one or three years now. And I really want to switch it up a bit. I've always done the same teams from like basketball, volleyball, soccer, but I've never had a chance to do the club teams. So what better way to do it than a friend of mine? You know, she's on Lakers Ringette team, a close friend of mine. We got Miss Lauren Hamilton. Lauren, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Well, first of all, thank you for agreeing to do this. Yeah, thanks for having me. No doubt. So um, before I begin, we really get into the season, I just really want people to get an opportunity to know, like, for me personally, you've taught me a lot about what Ringette, what Ringette is, but yeah. for those who don't know, what is Ringette? Um, so it was actually invented in North Bay, which is kind of cool since we're here right now. Really? Yeah, it was. Um, so if you ever were to go down to the arena in West Ferris, okay. it like right on the front it says like the birthplace of Ringette, which is pretty cool. So it was uh, created by a guy named Sam Jacks, okay. who's from here. And it originally got started up because women weren't allowed to play hockey. Wow. So it got started up in terms of just giving women something to do on ice. That wasn't figure skating. So it was started out, you would go out to like an outdoor rink and you played there and then gradually got bigger and bigger and bigger and you would start playing it in the rinks. So how did you first get So right? I got started because my dad was involved with it. Okay. Um, his sister was very involved when he was a kid. So when I like first started to learn how to skate, I just started with bring and stuck through that. I didn't know it was a North Korean North Korean North Korean. I didn't know that. Yeah. That, that's really, really cool. So Kind of, how did you end up at Nipissing? Was it because of Ringette, or just you just always wanted to come to Nipissing? Um, I see, so I'm from North Bay, and I just decided to stay in North Bay and uh, save some money and got some scholarships, and I knew the coach, uh, and it's tra- the coaching has transferred since I first started, but I knew the coach in my first year, and he's talked about the program, and I guess that had a bit of a factor, but it was more so just because yeah, so you were born and raised in North Bay, so was sports always a big part of your life? Like, what sports did you play growing up? Yeah, sports have always been a very big part of my life. Um, most of the things I've done have revolved around sports. So growing up, uh, ringette and soccer were my big sports. So I played ringette in the, in the winter and then soccer in the summer. And then uh, once I got to high school, I started playing basketball, soccer, hockey, ringette. Yeah, I just I started in grade ten for something to do, wow. and um, it, it was actually really fun. So I stuck with that for just through high school, and then I stopped. Right. So the obviously you've never seen through the ring yet. So how has the season been so far up to this point? It's been really good so far. Like I've been playing for, I guess like my first year was a real year. Um, COVID kind of put a bit of a damper on it, yeah. but we got my whole first year in, and then. over the years I've really talked about how different athletes were affected with COVID so I never really asked you personally even off camera but how did COVID affect you personally as an athlete? As an athlete it was tough like having to do the at-home workouts and just doing things try to keep myself busy um, it's like when it all started up in March there was still snow on the ground so you can 
a backyard workout or anything like unless I wanted to run in the snow uh, made it pretty difficult so just having to go into my basement and do something to keep myself busy instead of going to the gym or getting together with friends and playing sports so it was definitely pretty hard yeah a lot of people really got to find different parts about themselves they didn't know or even gain new hobbies was there any gain was there any new hobbies that you gained during the COVID pandemic um I would say that I got into reading a little bit more. Okay. I really wasn't much of a reader. I had, to be honest, I had a pretty hard time being able to sit still because I was always on the coast so often. So um, I really had to like teach myself to like sit down and like like just be in my room and like learn how to entertain myself yeah. instead of going from this work to this work to this schooling all the time. Wow, that's that's crazy. Because a lot of like I said, a lot of people got new. Hobbies during the pandemic, it was. It, it's, it's the fact that it came out of nowhere. That's a really surprise. Like yeah. you said, you came here, you're about to play, then boom, COVID hit. But how has it been now? Now that we've really, hopefully, been cleared of the pandemic. But how has life kind of been for you personally now that we're clear of it? You can really be able to play a sport, really be able to get the groove of things that's doing nothing. How has that been for you? I would say it's definitely a learning curve again. Um, like I said at the beginning of everything, like I was, I was definitely a person that was always on the go and liked being really busy and then I had to learn how to just be by myself and be able to hang out at home and all of that and now it's like okay I need to teach myself again how to be busy again and how to manage my time well yeah. so that's it's been a learning curve but a learning curve that I'm enjoying we'll say. This episode of the Lakers Locker is brought to you today by Betstep. Betstep switched the best odds from every sports book in one spot. That means you can find the best odds to win the most money. Head over to BestStop.am today to learn more and to access all the affiliates of Enterprises. Let's stay on that for a second because I know even throughout the time I've always talked to people about okay, what are things that people learn coming to university? Like when I first came to university, my time management skills were terrible, <laughs> like straight up they're bad. Yeah. But as you've grown as you've evolved as student, I think you've kind of got accustomed to your schedule and kind of how to navigate things. What's been the biggest thing for you that you think you've personally gotten better since you've gone to university, whether it's just as a student or even a student athlete in whole? Like what's been the biggest thing you've noticed about you that has improved or evolved over the years? Um, I would say the biggest thing is not procrastinating. Like learning that if I have to um, go to my job and I have practice and I want to work out and I have class, there is a very small amount of time that I have to do my schoolwork and I can't procrastinate doing it because if I procrastinate, I won't have time to do it later on. Man, I can't lie, I'm a really bad procrastinator. <laughs> I'm not gonna front, I'm really, really bad, but I think I'm better, better at it. Yeah. Um, would you say you're pretty bad at procrastinating yourself? Um, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> 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 be honest. I'm bad. Not to knock myself, but definitely. Bad, no, I think, I think a lot of people are bad, but they just don't want to confront it. Yeah. Um, but, even like even with that, though, I think it's been good because I always on this podcast like to give students kind of advice for like what they could do to be better. Based off your experience, now this is your fourth year as well. Yeah. So yeah, we're saying fourth year. What would it be your advice? What would your advice be to those students? This is podcast in terms of how to like really become a successful student athlete. I would say plan out your days. That that's been something that's really really helped me, and just in terms of uh, making sure I get all my stuff in. So, like at the beginning of the week, I sit down and I have my Monday to Sunday plan and I know what schoolwork I need to get done when, and obviously stuff comes up, you can always switch it, but just having um, a bit of a, a plan throughout the week, just so that you know what you need to get done and that you are prepared for all your assignments and everything coming up. 
So since you've been at Nipissing, you've obviously done Ring It, but have there been any other things you've done on your spare time, you know, whether it's in the community, whether it's been, I know you're also a student trainer, if you want to talk about that, like what are other things you've done outside of being a part of, you know, the Lakers Ring It team? Uh, I work a lot. Um, I've been working in the school board in North Bay, just emergency supply teaching, emergency EAing. I've been doing that a couple times a week, um, which is a lot. And I have gotten involved in doing the student trainer position or athletic therapist student position um, with the men's volleyball team. And that's been great so far. It's been really nice to connect with another team and more athletes and get to use my degree because I'm but I meant phys ed. Yeah. So being a able lot of to. Are phys ed, ed yes, <laughs> it's a big one. So being able to like use the things that I've learned in my degree so far and learn from the athletic therapists that are here has been a lot of fun. And even touching that too, because even when I first came here, like I was in psychology and then I switched into business. So even for you personally, like I can talk to you personally, like it was good for me to switch because I found something I'm really passionate about and really want to do. A lot of times, and I even talked about this a couple years ago, a lot of times students might come into university with a major, and even if they don't like it, they really want to stick it out because they're kind of afraid to change. Yeah. Um, what's your advice would be in terms of picking the right major? Because I think sometimes, too, people pick the pick a major, like I said, but they don't want to go through, but they keep going. And other times, too, people are afraid to change, and that's why they just keep it up. But what's your advice in terms of picking a major that people can actually use to grow in terms of their skill set, but also, too, what they can use in their everyday life? I think definitely at the beginning, like when you initially pick your major, make sure that you're taking your time and looking into one, what are the careers that you can get out of your major, um, and two, just really looking into it and not rushing it, and just taking your time and realizing like, yes, this is something I'm interested in, and not just picking something because coming out of high school or coming out of the workforce, you feel like you need to be in university because that's just the thing to do and that's what everybody's doing. Yeah. Um, and then once you're in once you're in it, there's no shame in switching majors because whatever whatever you come out with, that's how you're gonna get your career or possibly your career, not necessarily I guess. Yeah. Um, but the goal is to come out of university and be able to get a job of some sort. And if you're in a major that you don't like, then you're probably not gonna love your job. You know, coming back to school and getting waste more money. Exactly. So, so as soon as you realize that it's probably something you don't want to do, I would say look into different options of what you can do and then go from there. And there's definitely no shame in switching. Like it's, like you said earlier, you're in phys ed. So what do you hope to do with your degree once you're done? I never see. So coming into university, I, I really wasn't too sure. Um, this year has been really helpful for me in terms of, like I said, I started working in the school board. So um, I'm in the school's teaching and stuff. And then also working as an athletic therapist, which is another area that I'm very interested in. Um, and just learning which side I like more and what I like to do more. Um, so after this, I, I'm gonna go into teaching. Nice. Um, but it, it's been really nice to just learn about different things that I'm interested in. And I'm glad that I had my, I chose the degree I did because it can bring me to all of those different being in this community now for four years, I've seen kind of how small this community is, but also too how much growth has been over the last four years. And I like the fact too that athletes have really taken upon themselves, not even just at North Bay, but just athletes across, you know, with OEW really gotten involved in the community, something that for you kind of growing up here, what has it been like to see kind of athletes, whether it be like myself or other people over the past, kind of really get involved in the community to make North Bay more inclusive, more, you know, exciting, just whether it's anything, like just yesterday I was at, you know, I see Relay for Life do some things, like a lot of athletes have done so. So what has it been like for you to kind of see athletes who are not from here come to Nipissing, hopefully doing things to really grow the community that you are a part of? 
Yeah, well, it's been awesome, and uh, our, you know, our team, um, we definitely think that giving back is a really big deal. So one of our big things is our players uh, volunteer their time to the Learn to Skate program through the West Coast Ring Association. So what is that, literally? So that is just for little kids that are trying to get on the ice. Nice. Um, it's ran through so the Ringette Association in North Bay. It's called the West Ferris Ring Association. Mm-hmm. And they put on um, all the house league and all of the um, rep and then a learn skate program as well. So we will volunteer. There's normally about um, eight of us able okay. to do a couple per semester. Okay. And it's been a pretty big thing for our team and the community has been loving it. The kids love it. We'll go to, they had a Christmas skate. We had a couple girls that went to that. Uh, and just showing face and giving back to the community has been huge. I love that because especially I've always said a community like this that's so small, it's very easy for us to have kind of like a voice and like have like a, just like a platform, right? Like yeah. it's not like schools like U of T or Carlton, like shout out to them, but they are big schools, right? So it's kind of harder for them to because they're such a big city, especially me personally being from Toronto, but I like the fact that being here, you really have an opportunity to really give back to the community, put a face, right? Like a lot of times, Nipsey, we're like the only big thing when it comes to sports up here. Whereas like we go home, like there's the Raptors, there's you know, TFC, the Maple Leafs, like other avenues. So I really like the fact that Nipsey seems really like the place to be, especially in a community like this. Yeah. Um, I want to touch on something you talked about earlier in terms of Ringette, in terms of how it gave something for women in sports. You know, when I first started the podcast back in 2020, I remember in 2021 when it's International Women's Day, I had all these girls come on discussing about women in sports. Um, if you don't mind talking about it, what's it been like for you to really see the growth of women's sports here in North Bay? Because even if once I was talking to a hockey team and they were talking about how much it's grown. So personally for you, if you don't mind talking about it, what's been the growth been like for giving a platform for women in sports? It's, I can only say good things, honestly. Like, it's been great giving um, all the little kids somewhere to go that, I know like hockey's obviously growing too, yeah. and now if someone wants to be playing competitive uh, on a game that isn't figure skating, they'll yeah. really go choose either ringette or hockey. And throughout both of those, like I just think it's been giving uh, women sport a great opportunity to get out and do different things. And even, so I know like ringette was made for women in sport, yeah. so there hasn't really been like a men's league to come out of it, but I know that even with our house league in town, we also have some men that are on the team like yeah. so the way our team works we play on a house league team as well just mm-hmm. to get some extra ice time mm-hmm. so there's men involved in that as well and then as obviously there's women rep teams and whatever yeah. but yeah it's been great just to give everyone an opportunity and a safe space to go up and do something you love i think it's awesome too and even personally like I said, going back to women's sport i think it's really great to give you know equity because a lot of times, too, people talk about, and this is something, too, that I've talked about most of my team, is people confuse the word equity and equality. Yes. There's equality, but I think when it comes to, like, like obviously, it was, like, race or a woman, like, the term needs to be used as equity. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, because you guys have been so disadvantaged, you need more to get up with everyone else, right? So I'm really glad that there's been equitable <laughs> responses to women in sports are really growing up, and I really love that. Like what you've been hearing so far? Make sure to follow us on IG at Lakers Locker Room and subscribe to our YouTube channel while you're at it, where you can find clips of all our episodes and video content associated with the podcast. Part two of the Lakers Locker Room starts now. Switching back to kind of talking about the team. Um, you guys had a first semester. Um, obviously, you guys have some games you've talked to before. So what does the rest of the season look like for you guys moving forward? So we had a pretty successful first semester. Um, the way it works for Ringette is since... Um, we don't have 
as much funding as the other teams, obviously. Um, it's not very cost effective to go back and forth to different universities just to play one game. Yeah. So we chunk it all into tournaments. Okay. So we have a couple exhibition games and stuff. We had a couple at the beginning of the semester. Um, but we'll do, so certain tournaments are bigger than others. So we had our UCCs, that was over the Christmas break, which we got a bronze medal in. Nice, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, and that's nice for our game when it go, by the way, so shout out. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> shout out. Um, so that one was, it's called the University Challenge Cup. Okay. So that one's all of Canada. So we had teams, we played against teams from, like we played Dalhousie, we played Lethbridge, we played Calgary. Well, you guys are all over the country. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they all came to, it was in hosted in Ottawa this year. Okay. So we played that, uh, and there was two tournaments beforehand, which we did well in. Uh, all the games have been really competitive, and we have two exhibition games coming up, and then we'll have a tournament in Guelph, where we'll play, we don't have our schedule yet, but it'll be five-ish games, depending on how we do. And then we'll have Provincials, and that one's an all-Ontario University okay. loop. So that one will be the big one that we've been working for okay. so far this year. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't even know that it, the tournament, I knew you guys went to the one, I think, that you guys converted, like we talked about. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that it was across the country. I thought it was just like Ontario schools. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. And you guys came third? Yeah. Look at you girls. Okay. okay. Yeah, and Ontario came third. Nice, nice. I'm really happy. Um, well, this has been a great interview. Um, like I said, really, I'm glad that you made time to come here to talk. The final question I have to you before we get to the fun part is, um, you've been here for four years. Um, like I said, I always like to get people kind of nuggets of information. It's a sports podcast, but also too, I always like to intertwine the life. What's been the biggest lesson that sports has taught you throughout your life, and how have you been able to use those lessons in your everyday life? Oh, wow, that's a loaded question. I could have so many different answers. Um, I would say the biggest thing that sport has taught me is just how to be an adaptable person. So learning how to roll with the punches with stuff, because it's where you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So learning how to overcome um, different hurdles in life and being able to let tough things roll off roll off your back and also another big thing is learning how to grow so as an athlete you often will, you'll have a coach obviously that's going to be telling you what to do and what not to do and a lot of the time that's your person that you have to listen to and whether you agree with them or not um, it very much will be the same as like if you have a boss yeah. So learning how to deal with that and um, that, that criticism as well. Yeah. And then also my very final question would be, and I've actually asked this question before, but looking back since your fourth year, if you could go back and give your first year yourself one word of advice, just based off everything you know now, what would it be? Probably don't stress the little things. Uh, the midterm mark that I didn't do that great on, I didn't need to get so upset over. Uh, stressing out over like different classes and um, small little like friend yeah. scuffles and whatever like ev everything has a weird way of working out yeah. so I think just tell, going back and being able to tell myself to relax a little bit <laughs> would have been helpful yeah well that is great advice like I said I always want to give people nuggets of advice there's so much advice too for that I could give like I said but probably the biggest one for me I probably say is like you think, so you're gonna go through so much ups and downs, but enjoy all the highs and joys, all the lows, because everyone has a story, and obviously no one's. Let's be honest, life is obviously a crazy thing that everyone goes through, but no one's gonna believe a story that's just like this, where you're just going up, 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 right? So like you're gonna go through the ups, you're going through the downs. Same thing in sports, right? So I've I even said at the first thing in the 
in September, you're going, you're going to go through a lot of highs, you're going to go through a lot of lows, but enjoy them all because that's because the biggest story we're telling you today. Because if you see all the motivational speakers, all the people that are famous making out telling their stories are always about, okay, they talk about the good stuff, you got to talk about the bad stuff. Yeah, because and not many people do. Everyone wants yeah. to make it look like that their life is great. Their cookie cutter life. Yeah, I promise you, nobody's nobody's is perfect. Exactly, right? And even with sports, like, how many ups and downs do you go through with sports? Oh, so many. Right? So you like, know, there's a time when you get sat for a game or something, and you think it's the end of the world. And then you'll go out next year, and all of a sudden you're playing every single game, or you go on and you have a bad shift, then you come up to come back off and regroup and go back on and figure it out. Yeah, so like you said, you gotta go with the punches. Exactly, said. and one thing too that I do wanna to touch on, um, just saying with, you mentioned earlier uh, that North Bay doesn't have a lot of other sports. Like we don't, obviously we don't have uh, like, a, some, like an NBA team, like Toronto has the Raptors or whatever. Now yeah. we have an OHL team, that's yeah. obviously, Big, but when I was growing up, we only had uh, Lakers sports. Yeah. So with your basketball games, like you guys have a lot of people coming out of the community, and I don't think the athletes here realize how big of role models we are to the youth in our in our community. Yeah, we gotta talk about this right now. Like, <laughs> we gotta talk about this. No, just I, I just wanted to say, like, I remember growing up, like, going to the hockey games with my family because that's that was the only big sports that we had growing up. I know we have a lot of youth come out to our games that are involved in like the West Ferris Grand Association because yeah. they don't we don't have any other big games that are here yeah. and we don't have a big basketball team other than our Lakers right. and the kids that come love it so much and I actually um, for my community placement this year I worked with uh, the three on three camp okay. and I know a lot of the people on your team do as well yeah there's the women's mm-hmm. team both uh, work that yeah and then I remember going to games and seeing all these kids being like, oh my god, like he he coached me and yeah. she did this yeah. and yeah. like it's like they all love you guys. Yeah. So I think it's really important for all of our athletes to realize that you have a lot of kids looking up to you and being a good person on and off the court or the ice or all of those different spots is really important, a lot more important than you would realize. And it's crazy because when I first came in, I didn't realize that. And it took for once the, you know, the COVID and obviously mm-hmm. the George Floyd stuff and I got involved in creating for Change, like seeing how big that was, like you said it, like when, when athletes, and that's what we're excited for Shoot for Change this year because I'm really going to touch on that because luckily the schedule works out this year that a lot of athletes can come to the game this year. Yeah, that's really nice. So I'm really going to try and touch on that part. You said really, because last year's video was more about, I'm not giving it away, but like last year's video was really about, you know, like, we gotta get involved, and you know, like the, all this stuff happened. Like we gotta keep the conversation going. Whereas this year, since we did the game and it went so well, it's really talking about the athletes. Like you said, athletes should get involved because we have a platform, especially in a small community like this. You touched on it, right? So like, I really hope that with my message this year, hopefully with the game, we have a lot of big stuff coming up for the game this year. As everyone's starting to see on social media, but hopefully people can really get inspired to get back. And it doesn't even have to be about that. Like shoot for change. It could be anything, right? Like I said, there's really for life. There's so many different like things that people can do to get involved in our base. I'm really glad you touched on that. So Lauren, like I said, this has been a great episode. Um, thank you so much for coming. We're getting to a fun part now. I actually have, I actually have not done this in a really, really, really <laughs> long time. So this is the quick hitters. So for people who've been watching this podcast for a couple of years, this is where I ask a question and the guest has to answer the question as fast as possible. Lauren, I don't remember the last time I did this. So I'm really excited for this to bring <laughs> okay. us back. Um, you know, we have been a person now 
for a few episodes now, but this is the first time I've done this probably in probably a year. So, Lauren, are you ready? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> They're not hard, I promise you, but. All right, question number one. Who is your favorite musical artist? Um, The Weeknd right now. Okay. Question number two. Artist or song on repeat? Mm, beautiful Crazy Who Goes. Uh, question number three. All-time favorite album? Ooh, that's a good one. Um... Too many to choose from right now. Um, yeah. You want to skip that one? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Uh, question number four. Do you have a favorite athlete? Favorite athlete? Yeah. Um, right now, Joe Burrow. Okay. Just because, you know, they're doing well. Okay. Playoffs. Vegas, okay. Yeah. Uh, you think they're in the Super Bowl? We'll see by the time it's recording. Yeah, we'll I'm kind of upset because they're playing the Bills this weekend, and that was the one I was hoping was going to go a little farther, but that's okay. So we'll see what happens at the time it's recording, but we'll see. Uh, question number five. Uh, last show you binge-watched? Last show I binge-watched? Uh, the Office. You know what's crazy? I never watched The Office. Really? It's super never, cheesy, but it's a good feel-good show. Yeah, I've always heard about it, but I've never watched The Office. <laughs> I recommend it. Okay, nice. Uh, question number six. If you could spend a day with someone dead or alive, who would it be? This is a personal one for me. I don't know where it's gonna go, but let's see. Lauren? Yes. Do you like pineapple pizza? Do I like pineapple pizza? Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna say I would never order a pizza with pineapple on it. But if, it's but if, but if it was out, I, I wouldn't be the person to get upset over it. Like, I would eat it. Okay. I can take that with that. Uh, I'm probably gonna lose on this one, but let's see. <laughs> uh, milk before cereal or cereal before milk? Cereal before milk. Okay. Uh, Do you lose on that one? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm one of the few that's like no. Okay. But I have. But it's okay. But I have had some people that, over the pocket that actually do milk before cereal. Really? So, yes. Probably like less than five, but I'll take it. Okay. Uh, next question. This this would be interesting. What's a song that you would never forget the lyrics to? Um. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Bad on a High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? It's probably one of my brother's favorite. Really? Just, just the video. I just heard it so many times when I was a kid that now yeah. it's engraved in my brain. No, seriously. Probably. There's, I have two or three. Definitely What You Say by Jason Derulo. Oh, okay, yeah. Let Me Love You by Mario. Uh, I feel like as a DJ, you have to know like all the songs. Yeah, yeah, but there's a couple of songs that I'll never forget the lyrics. So those okay. are definitely two. I mean, there might be one more, but those are two for sure. Oh, next question. I have not asked one in a long time. If you had to stay on a deserted island, what three things are you taking with you? Um, okay, I'm gonna go a first aid kit. Okay. Um, like a water purifier. Okay. Thing, so I can clean the salt out of the water. Okay. I'm assuming I wanna. I'm assuming I'm assuming I'm in the Okay. Um. <laughs> Question number 11. What's one skill you wish you were good at? One skill I wish I was good at? Yeah. Singing. Same. Very common answer. Yeah. Anyway, if you could, if you could sing, what song would you want to sing? All of them. 
<laughs> no, seriously. Um, last question. This is one question I have never, ever, ever asked before. I think this is your question. Okay. If you had a time machine, would you want to go back in time to redo something in your past or go to the future to get a peek of what you'll become? Hmm. I'm a, I'm a pretty firm believer in everything happens for a reason. For a reason. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I would go back and redo everything or anything. Um, but I'm. But I don't want to go forward. Like, what if my life sucks? <laughs> I hope not. I, mean, I hope not too. Yeah. But like, she'd be depressed. I know, but hey, you gotta. Hey, you know what? I'll go, I'd go back. Maybe I would like tell tell my past self yeah. that like like some answers to a test <laughs> or like. I tell them like some kind of game winning scores so yeah. that they can win big. Man, why not? But I, I was curious, I never asked that question, I just wanted to ask it. That's a good one. It I is like cool. that one. I, I thought provoking. Thing. Yeah, because I, there's been some fuckers where I've, I've thought about something like, oh, let me switch it, let me ask some interesting question. Okay, I like that. So that was good, but <laughs> that's all the time we have some more. Really appreciate you coming on, this is a Thanks. really good episode. Yeah, this is so fun. I'm really glad that I got to give some exposure to our team because we really don't get much. So it was awesome to, to tell tell the school about Ringette. Yeah, shout out to Lakers Ringette. Do you want to shout out the, the Instagram, by the way? Can you guys have an Instagram? Yes, we do. It's NU Ringette. I would definitely put that in the comment section. So please, if you're on YouTube, you can see in the comment section. If you go on Apple Music, Spotify, you're definitely going to see it in the bio. So check them out. Thank you, Grandma, for coming Thank on. You. Yeah. And with that said, that is a wrap on another edition of the Lakers Locker. First episode 2023, we got more stuff coming. I want to thank my very special guest, Miss Lauren Hamilton, for joining us. You can find the video version in on YouTube and listen to full interview on all podcast machine platforms. See you guys next week.